dear listening to Star of Outs. Star Outs. <laughs> Welcome to Star of the Doubts. This is Jared Easley. It's an honor to have you for episode two. We got two things that I want to do today. The first one is going to be the Kid President pep talk. This is really popular on YouTube, so some of you have seen this already. But the message in this YouTube video is awesome. It's just this little black kid who's giving a pep talk, and I love the message. We're going to kick off with the Kid President pep talk. And then we'll segue into the second part of the interview with Kristen Chong. I think there's a lot of good information in this interview with Kristen, so I'm looking forward to getting your feedback on that. But we'll start with the Kid President pep talk. We'll then segue into the second part of Kristen Chong's interview, and then we'll do a wrap-up at the end. Thanks. I think we all need a pep talk. The world needs you to stop being boring. Yeah, you. Boring is easy. Everybody can be boring, but you're good at that. Life is not a game, people. Life isn't a cereal either. Well, it is a cereal. And if life is a game, aren't we all on the same team? I mean, really, right? I'm on your team. Be on my team. This is life, people. You got air coming through your nose. You got heartbeat. That means it's time to do something. A poem. Two roads diverged in the woods, and I took the road less traveled. It hurt, man! Really bad. Rocks, thorns, and glass. My pants broke. Wah! Not cool, Robert Frost. But what if there really were two paths? I won't be in the one that leads to awesome. It's like that dude Journey said, don't stop believing unless you dream stupid. Then you should get a better dream. I think that's how it goes. Get a better dream and keep going. Keep going, keep going, and keep going. Will Michael Jordan have quit? Well, he did quit. So he retired. Yeah, that's right. He retired. But before that, in high school, what if he quit when he didn't make the team? He would have never made Space Jam. And I love Space Jam. What will be your Space Jam? What will you create will make the world awesome? Nothing if you keep sitting there. That's why I'm talking to you today. This is your time. This is my time. It's our time. We can make every day better for each other. If we're all on the same team, let's start acting like it. We got work to do. We can cry about it or we can dance about it. We were made to be awesome. Let's get out there. I don't know everything. I'm just a kid. But I do know this. This is everybody's duty to give the world a reason to dance. So get to it. I've given a short introduction about you earlier in the show. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. 
Okay, well, I guess I've been in social media since 1996. I got a job being an online manager for one of the very first social media networks out there called theglobe.com in 1999 and in New York. And I got the job because I was on their site, and they did everything. They were a site before their time. They did everything that we're doing now. We did celebrity chats. We had the email posting, we had the forums, we had chat, and it just was a super cool site, but when the dot-com bubble hit, everybody kind of are busted, it went down fast. So, unfortunately, they they were different than GeoCities, which was one of the competitors, but they, they're infamous for their, going, their IPO, and they two guys from Cornell and their roommates put out this chat and did it. And so that's what started it for me and what I feel like I got my start there and I made it kind of my own and I was so passionate about it. I wanted that job so bad and I just did what I knew, kind of turned their site inside out and did things that they didn't know you could do. Mm. And I got noticed and through getting noticed by word of mouth, they were asking about me. And so they, I, interviewed and I got the job and it was my dream job and I have been doing basically that for other places or but consulting and I'm really looking for to kind of buckle down it and find another startup or someplace where I can can do the same thing like help a site that's trying to do something or make their site better Mm -hmm. because I think that's what what I like to do. And I'm, I'm social media, but I'm not so much that. I'm more like trying out sites and, and seeing what makes it good and what makes it better and, stuff, you know, the numbers and things like that. Right. You mentioned earlier that you found a way to, to stand out. I was curious, do you have an example of that? Sure, you should always try to stand out. What I mean by that is don't, okay, what not to do, what a lot of people do is they put on a, a mean act or, or they're kind of trolls, so they'll, they'll play devil's advocate. Standing out is more or less just being yourself and being consistent and always having a voice. You will set yourself apart from other people. From the, you know, 500 people that respond in the comment, you, your comment will be you, and I think people notice that. So standing out is being consistent in who you are, just being yourself, and whatever it is about you that kind of shines, use that and as a way to get the attention or to make more. If you're funny, you know, use that. If you're real geeky, use that. And that always works, really emphasizing that, not trying to replicate what other people do. We talked a little, a little bit about social media. What is your favorite social media platform? Oh, Google+. Plus. Google Plus, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Will you be willing to share just a little bit about what you love about Google Plus? Sure. I love Google Plus because it is different from the other platforms in that it allows more originality to show through. And it has the handouts, which is very cool and allows for so many different avenues you can use it. You can use this platform to do so many different things besides just put your brand out there and make a name for yourself. It's, it's, it's a clean vehicle. It works smoothly. 
and Google is the future. So mm -hmm. if you want to choose a platform that's going to be solid and not and is a smart, I would go with Google because it's got everybody on there who's thinking futuristically, photography, everything, they're all there. And so that's the medium to go to, and that's why I like it so much. I've heard, and I'm sure you've heard as well, there's some people, the haters, who say, oh, Google Plus, that's a, a deserted island. There's nobody there. Right, right, right. But clearly it's right. an oasis. What advice do you have for people who think that, or do you not want to give them any advice because you're happy with the way Google Plus is now? I'll happily give them um, some advice because it's not for the everyday person. I don't think Google Plus is that easy to just go into and find a place that you find comfortable. It is more for the more user who's been around and who's worked the forums or done this type of thing because as a person who's just starting up, this is going to be difficult. I can see where it is. And then to have to be able to get a following and stuff is even more hard. So if you're curious, if you have patience, and if you're persistent, you will find the the prize that Google is because all it takes is a little dedication and passion, meaning you're going to fill it out. You're going to try to see more than just the celebrities up there. You want to find people with similar interests. Use the search. Use the hashtags and find people with like interest and go to their feed, see what they're doing, watch them and, and learn from them and more, and comment. And that's how you get followers because you're talking to other people. Don't just talk to the person posting. Talk to everybody else posting and don't be a troll and don't try to get, get mad at other people. Just ignore them. But be a good a, a PC person and you're going to love Google because there's so many cool people and nice people willing to help you. If you need help, just yell help and I, I assure you, somebody will help you out. I have found that to be true. Mm -hmm. What are some of your social media pet peeves? I don't know if they're social media specific, but like anything, I don't like kind of like a false presence. So if you're like a retweeter who just retweets because you want other people to retweet you and you don't care what you're retweeting, you're just retweeting or you're just posting because you think that this is what works, but it's, you're sitting there going, how come nobody's here? Just that or if you think that you're going to game. This is another reason why I like Google Plus because I've got six. You can't game your followers like you can on Twitter. That's one thing you can't do here. You can't just be like, oh, I'm, I got 500,000 people over at Twitter, so I'm just going to come over here and do it. You can't do that. <laughs> you got to work. You got to work, but mm -hmm. you'll get it back. And that's another reason why I like Google. But what was the question again? <laughs> what are some one. of your social media pet there really aren't any. It's just I just don't like the 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 false facade, or you know. But I don't pay enough attention to that, so it doesn't bother me. I just kind of do my own thing and ignore what kind of annoys me. I don't spend much time, so I can't really say there are any pet peeves. But if there had to be one, it would be disingenuous people okay. about doing it because they just are trying to. They're I don't know. I can't say what people are doing it for because I don't know. I'm just going to say people who aren't 
as genuine as they seem and maybe they're they're using you as a vehicle to push themselves up and in return they don't help you when you need it that's what annoys me mm. and well, that's so. happened to me sure you have tremendous interaction on most of your social media accounts and especially google plus you mentioned earlier that google's the future would you be willing to share any other things that inspired you to jump on google plus well it was a challenge because it was new and people were not they're warming up to it but it's like beta testing people were kind of not liking it and i like change so and i love being in beta so i was happy i didn't right away go over because it's like if i do anything i have to do it the best i can and if i can't put my all to it i don't want to do it so I had to wait till I had my online kind of connection going I was having trouble during that time but people kept going where are you why aren't you going to come over so once I did tackle this full born I was like yeah this place is cool and people were uh, like oh, I don't like it but I couldn't stay which is kind of disappointing because I kind of probably could have gotten more momentum with the people involved but I had to take a, a break because my grandmother she needs my help during this time so mm-hmm. I went away but when I came back I, it posed a challenge to me because I saw all these people on Twitter that I was friends with were not doing anything. They did not find a successful vehicle in Google. And so I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to show them how to do it. And I did it. No, you absolutely <laughs> I, I, did. I went right into it. And like with anything, I make myself some goals on what I'm going to try to, what I'm, what it is that I'm going to try to do that's going to make me successful. As with any platform, you know, you do that. That's what I did with Twitter. And I'm like, what do I need to do to be successful? I need to meet this person. I need to be retweeted. You know, I need to do this and that. And once I meet those goals, once you do that, then the momentum starts. And so figure out what you're going to do that's going to be something that people are going to want to be interested in. And and be passionate about it because it will show if you're not. And that's that's basically what inspired me about Google is because it was another platform that I could be myself and and thrive, be successful and and then be comfortable in that. It has this whole future ahead of it and people are gonna love it once they learn it. And I think they are, you know. I struggled initially with Google Plus, but I had a similar attitude as you. I, I knew there was potential there, and I really wanted to figure it out. And I asked a couple people, and they gave me a little bit of advice. And when I was doing a search, somehow I found one of your posts, and I want to say it was one of the flame posts. How I don't know the appropriate term, but when a post is particularly popular, it'll show up in the feed. And I believe you had a post, and I saw it, and most of the things that I would see were almost nobody commenting on it or no pluses. But then I saw yours, and and you probably had a 100 pluses and almost a 100 comments on this particular post, and it caught my eye immediately. (laughs) And I thought, what is is this? Who who is this person, and, and what is she doing, and how is she doing this? And that immediately made me want to, okay, this is somebody I need to to watch. I need to see how is this possible. Is this just because she's an attractive Asian girl and, you know, people are are trying to talk to her, or is this someone who is is serious? And and I as I 
watched you for a long period of time, I realized you are you're very calculated with the way you do Google Plus. Mm-hmm. And your posts are always very witty, and you do have specific things that you post about, and you use the hashtags, and you engage the people that talk to you on those posts, which is tremendous. And I really appreciate you doing that. And I've actually learned a lot by watching you and that I've applied to not only Google+, Plus but other social media platforms that I'm involved in. And I've seen, I've seen growth since I've implemented some of those things. So I really appreciate what you've done, Kristen. You've impacted more people than you realize. Oh, thank you. That's nice. That's nice to hear. That's good. So we're talking about posts. What are some of your favorite things to post about? Well, I like to post about I like well, I'm known for Star Wars and Catterday, but what I really like to post is is plethora of not controversial, but like things that are that are going to get people kind of thinking. Not just I don't want just like some to instigate people to just oh this is my opinion this is I want them to make them think. So I often make a post that goes against what I'm really thinking or promoting, and see how well what kind of responses come out and and it it shows the ones who are paying attention and ones who are kind of new and so that's one way I can gauge my followers and I click on everyone's profile and I look at everybody even though it doesn't seem like I I can't answer everybody but I look at everybody's profile and and see what they're doing and it's it's a way that I do my analytics inside my head but I do I am very calculated in what I post and it's always for a reason behind it, even when I comment. And I, don't, I just don't go out there trying to be like, hey, there's always some reason. And more, when I have more time, it's more fun because I can get in there and talk to everybody. That's what it's all about. Right. But I like to, to get into people's heads and make them think about things maybe they, they're not always thinking about. And it's random. It could go from death penalty to cotton candy. It's just... Mm-hmm things that are different and maybe people don't think about every day. That's one of my things is something you don't see every day. That's that's one of my hashtags and different. So I do. I try to do something that's not the norm, although it's kind of being the norm out there now, a lot of things that are out there. But I still find some way to, to come out. Uh, I'm not, I can't really say because I, I don't know what's really out there. But a lot of people will say they enjoy my posts, so... Everything that I like isn't always so exciting. It's not going to get people talking. So, of course, I want to post things that are going to get attention and people are going to find something to actually put their fingers to it and type me something. So I do tend to go with what I like along with what's popular, and that tends to be um, Star Wars, although I'm not doing Star Wars so much because it is so much out there now, and sure. I've always do, I've been doing Saturday, but I will try to pick out stuff that's just different. So if it's different and it's geeky or it's something that's going to get you thinking, I'll, I'll do it. I'll put it out there. Just like I just did one that I had no clue it was going to get as popular as it did. It was that texting one, and I knew that it would kind of spark something because I just see the the angst that happens when people don't get texts back and. I knew that that would that would catch on, but I didn't realize it would be that that big. <laughs> it, it got a lot of good comments. I I love yes. the guys that come out and say something when they usually don't. 
those are the posts that I try to do too, is to get the people who, the majority of people that follow me and um, watch me all the time do not post and do not press me. The people that are pressing and posting comments, the majority of them are people who see me on what's hot or circle.com and they're just kind of like see my picture oh hey you know something like that I want really like the meaningful posts and that's why I really appreciate commenters like you who really pay attention and who are there watching and and comment because that always makes me feel good when somebody who's not just a flyby hi <laughs> leaves some opinion that's what that's what I strive to do is to get those type of comments and you do a great job with that. But it, it's funny to me, the first time I was noticing your post, I remember telling, describing you and what you were doing to a friend. And I was like, it's this girl who posts a picture of a cat, and then <laughs> she gets a couple hundred people who <laughs> plus it and comment it. It's like, it's amazing. It's like, I don't know how she does it. <laughs> but now that I've studied it, yeah, it's all those things you talked about. It's getting in, pe- in people's heads. It's engaging with them and connecting with them. And I you ask questions and you use your hashtag. That's always really witty, and it's very very impressive. So well done there. Thank you. So we mentioned uh, you do a great job of connecting with others on social media. What are some tips that you follow and work for you in doing that? Study, like look at who your audience is and how you're going to get them, and like make some goals. I always do that so that I, I have something to strive for. Because you can't just go out there and do randomly. I mean, I guess some people do, but that's not going to get you your numbers. So what works for me is always making like at least three goals, and those goals should be your following. Well, mine is always how am I going to be a voice so that I can help others. And in order to do that, I need to have a following. So how do I get those people to follow me? I'm not going to go out and follow everybody just to get them to follow me back. You, I, I have to have this. It has to be authentic in that they're going to want to be on my feed because they like what I have, not because they're just giving me a gratuitous or a, a thank you back kind of thing. That doesn't work. You need people who, who find you engaging. And so put yourself out there, be yourself, and It'll come so that that works. I mean, a lot of people think it's just, you know, putting my um, a pretty picture, quote unquote, they say, you know, out there will get all the attention. It does get you attention, but it doesn't get you the right attention. I mean, they're not following you. Most likely they're just commenting and then they're gone. Even if they did follow me, let's just say I had 500,000 people who circled me. If half of them were just nothing, numbers they don't really mean anything in the long run, even though they mean everything, because that's how you are able to, people gauge your influence. But people in media like you know the real is not quantity but quality. And mm-hmm. everybody has to start out at the beginning. So when I had no followers and no people circling me and I had to start at the beginning, I always wanted somebody to kind of, Throw me a bone or help me out because you know what? I really care about this and I'm really passionate. So I love when people are like that and, you know, will reach out to me because that's what I'm here for. It is. It's, it's to help people and 
be that person that's going to help somebody who's going to have a hard time. If they just have somebody, like, push them, a couple of people attention there, they could really thrive, and that's all they need is just a little shout-out. And that's what I wish people would do with me, and I never got that. So that's mm-hmm. how it's always been my goal is to help people do what they're doing or, or accomplish something if they need it. I'm here. Just tag me, and if I don't answer, tag me again. Good deal. Because I'm never trying to ignore people. So if I if you don't get a response, it's not on purpose. Don't take it personally, please. What types of social media posts tend to catch your attention? I like when they post about an event that they attended and their experience more so than like how to or a top ten. But they don't really get my attention. I like the ones where they're speaking about who they met or how it affected them or inspired them. Those are the posts that catch my attention. Your post about Guy Kawasaki, that's what gets me going. I really Mm -hmm. like to read posts like that because when people have that type of influence and then online and then you see it happen and you can experience, it's a whole different thing. And I experienced that early on when I came into Twitter, you know, back in 2000 bottom of 2008, 2009, and I, with my iPhone, and I immediately went to, what, 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 what do I want to see? And I saw Geeks, and I went to Geeks, and I just did what I know, and I got Chris Perillo's attention just like that, and from there on, it was like, I knew what it felt like to kind of meet somebody who had established himself and who was somebody, and that inspired me. He inspired me a lot, and I worked with him and was able to, help him do what he needs, what the kind of I can help. And then I learned from him what, how much he actually knows. He knows so much. It's incredible. He's very good at what he does. So I learned from him. But the whole thing about meeting somebody that in the, in, in your, what you're passionate about is always exciting. And so I like to see people talk about how they were inspired by somebody that they met who was real in person and, and still was that person that they see online and not disappointed. Who is doing something unique or creative right now that interests you? Okay, well, I'm going to say Mona Nomura because no matter what she's doing, whenever she's always going to be interesting and she's at the top of her game and she knows what's hot and what's going on. She's geeky and smart, pretty, she's got it all. So I'm going to, she's a gimme, Mona Nomura. And then I'm going to say Jessica Nordy. She's got the whole twang out interviewing of musicians and country and making a name for herself. I think she's doing her own thing and pretty creative there. I like that. And then I always like the the creativeness that people will use the different many platforms in their favor, like BitRebels.com, Diana, and Richard. There's two people behind that huge site that just covers social media, blogging, cool things. I mean, they put out a blog post, I don't know how many, like every 20 minutes or something, but they're constantly writing. They're doing such great things, and it's two people. So Diana Adams and Richard, their their site. And then um, I like just people who are like love social media, like Marty Patton and, and his wife Misty. They're two people who met in social media, and they 
go and they meet other social media people and that they've met on Twitter or some other platform, and they're writing about it, podcasting about it. They're doing what you're doing. That's creativeness. So I'm always, I, I love that. So I think what you're doing, I would say, Jared, that interests me. So you and Mona and... <laughs> I'm writing and, all these uh, names down. I want to interview all these people. <laughs> and, oh, there's a neat... Uh, oh, I'll think of it. It's somebody who's... I, his name is not... It's a geek, but I, I can't remember his name right now. But there's a lot of people who are doing things, but they're not really into social media or using the product. They're kind of, I'm not going to say snobs, but they just are a different breed. They're not, they're kind of, I'm too cool to be kind of like that. But when they have a product and they need to push, I'm right there to help them out. And so those those people are, are cool too. But I would more or less want to tell, say people who are in this realm of what we're talking about, social media, and so I definitely would say you. I would tell somebody if they asked me that question, I would tell them you. Oh, thank you, Kristen. <laughs> that is very humbling. With the, well, with the with your interest and your passion and, and your podcasting, I, I think it you've got your creative edge and you're good. I see it and you pick things up quickly. So yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to sharing this interview with a lot of people. So thank you for that. I'm curious, let's pretend Google Plus is not around. I know that's impossible, but if Google Plus were to disappear and you were only able to use and maintain one social media platform and Google Plus is not one of them, which would you choose? Oh, I have to just pick one because it's, uh, um, I don't want to say Facebook because I don't really like Facebook, but I would, I guess I would say Instagram because I love Instagram mm-hmm. and Instagram was the one that I was on before I went, came to Google. I'm like, I need to own this because I came in late to Instagram, but you know, I had, it was another one I had to conquer because I didn't have anyone there to help me. And I was just like, well, how do I do this? And I just made my goals, figured it out and owned it, and once I owned wow. it, I was like, okay, I need to do something else now. What else can I do? So <laughs> The new MySpace. <laughs> yeah, but I did what I accomplished. I was able to help people on there, so I was on there long enough to get a following and to do what I do, and then once that gets kind of boring, I'm trying to help others, and so I reached out and I did something in a way where I could start posting every other post on somebody that you could follow, and I worked that into my feed, and then I I welcomed the Android people with open arms, and then I felt like I accomplished what I needed to, so I was ready to move on. Do you have a best practice type of tip for Instagram? I would say um, visit other people that you like. Like, it's the same thing with Google and Twitter. Use your hashtags and find people with like interest and who are out there just like you wanting to build up a following with like-minded kind of things. And you like, but if you like their pictures and stuff, then that's a great avenue. And that's what I used Instagram for. I was like, who can I meet? Every time I go someplace new, I go because I'm going to meet so many more people. And that's why I'm okay with leaving my other platforms behind. I mean, people think I'm crazy because I let my Twitter account sometimes, you know, I'm like my grandmother, so I had to kind of let it go. And I, I, 
I was able to do that because I don't hold on to it so much where I'm just like, I need to keep on getting this. I need to keep. It's like I did what I need to do. I know how to use it. I could own it if I needed to. And mm-hmm. that's good enough for me. So I think if, if you just use the hashtag and do what you like or pictures you like and then talk to those people, like do their names, because everybody on Instagram is nice. You're going to find a whole bunch of people really, really quickly. And that's how I was able to do it. I found people who had, like, a lot of big following, and I kind of, like, was post out, and I saw how friendly they were. And it's like you just talk in their feeds, and then it just works from there. It's momentum. So find people who have followings and go to their feed and talk in their feed. And you're gonna, that's how you get your own. Yeah, you that's great advice. Good pictures. Yeah, of course, yeah. I only have a few questions left, and I'm a little bit bummed by that because I'm enjoying this conversation so much. Um, too. <laughs> one question I didn't put on the list that I, I wish I did, but we'll go ahead and ask it, is do you have a book that you recommend to people? And it doesn't necessarily have to be social media, but just a really good book or a really good story or a really good, yeah, just a really good book that you would recommend I have a, I have, I used to get all the books by Guy Kawasaki, and you know, you can get his how-to on that. I would highly recommend that. But as far as books, got one by Amber Mack. She's kind of like the way to friend people or, or how to own the networking thing. I haven't finished it yet, but that, that's a good book. She's one of the people who's been successful in, in social media and has worked it over into being a speaker, I loved Jenny. She does Let's Be This Never Happened, a mostly true memoir by Jenny Long, the blog S. Everybody loves the blog S. She's made a name for herself on Twitter by posting in her blog that she's one person to, to go to to find out what is it that can get the She knows how to put out content that's going to get people to respond to. And then she wrote this book, and it's, it's great. It has a lot a lot of the content that she put online is in here, but if you want to read a book about somebody who has the it factor on social media and just got so much, so many, so quickly attention, I would say the blogger. She's great. I met her on Twitter, and then I ordered her book. I always get everybody's books because I think that that's that's an accomplishment if you can get a book. I got Guy Kawasaki's book. I actually met him because I... I was sick, but I, I had to meet him because he was doing a signing. And then Chris Perillo came up right as I was going up to him, and he was like, who are you butting in line? And he's like, no, I, I came here with her. You know her. She's the one who who wrote about the Learn Three Cat Tricks last month. And he's like, oh, I remember you. So <laughs> that, that was my Guy Kawasaki moment. That was great. So anything that Guy Kawasaki writes is important to read and I would just recommend him him sure. you know he's great do you have a favorite quote that you'd like to share with everyone I like anything Confucius or Lao Tzu and l- let me give you the one that I like it's like it says something like I have just three things to teach simplicity patience compassion these three are your greatest treasures like, I think that's 
some wise advice right there. I always go with the real easy one. It's like with great power comes great responsibility. You know, Stanley, sure. or, because I I put a lot into not not abusing what you have and using your influence to help people. So I I like those type of quotes. Thank you, Kristen. Let's wrap this up. What what is the best place for people to find you online? Right now, it's Google Plus. Definitely, you know, type in my name and, and find me and tag me and say hi because I I love when people say hi to me. Yeah. And your name is Kristen Chong. It's K R Y S T Y N. Kristen Chong, C H O N G. And if you Google Kristen Chong, Google Plus will be the first thing that shows up (laughs) absolutely and you always say don't be shy stop by and say hi exactly always say hi and please don't feel bad if it takes me three days or if i don't respond please just keep trying because i hate knowing that i must have ignored or missed somebody but it happens a lot it does because the platform's not that secure on mobile where i can see everybody that puts my name in a timely manner and i get lost so Keep trying, and maybe say more than hi. Put in something that I'm going to click two and two together. And <laughs> I most definitely would like to meet you. And at the least, she's going to read your profile, so so make sure you have a good profile. I definitely. <laughs> yeah, you got to have something. you got to be something, because I will look at that profile. <laughs> Put hi, hello, Kristen, on your profile. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If you type my name in on Google, your profile comes up. Oh, really? I noticed that. It was like you and three other people. I was like, how did that happen? Well, um, I'll take it. <laughs> I, I thought um, that wasn't on. I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. I, when I was searching for you earlier, I must have missed that. Uh, so that I guess that just makes me humble. <laughs> it's not in the Google search on the Google website. It's actually inside Google+. Plus. So oh, okay. There's one inside Google+, Plus and it, it, it'll bring up your profile. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. Oh, I'm going to check that out ASAP. Kristen, it, it is an absolute honor to talk to you, and I personally have learned a lot from you, and I've enjoyed your post and learning not just from you but but also from people who post, comment on your post. And I just thank you for your attitude and your approach to social media, and I want to encourage you to continue to move forward with that because it does have an impact on people, and I am a testimony of that. So thank you for what you do. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for your content. That was outstanding, and looking forward to you. I hope everyone enjoyed the interview with Kristen Chong. I know I really enjoyed talking to her, and I'm hoping to somehow persuade her to come back on the show again. She did an awesome job. Please check her out on Google+, Kristen Chong. Of course, she's on every social media platform, so just look her up. She's all over the place. Let her know that you enjoyed the interview. I really want to say thank you to some people real quick. I just released this podcast and already in a short amount of time, I've had several people go and leave ratings and reviews on iTunes. And I'm just humbled by that. Uh, Earthy May, Joe O, Mom of 39, Closeout Peak, Shaysky, all of these people have left reviews with five-star ratings. And 
Thank you so much. That's one of the best ways to help the show. If you are willing to go to iTunes and leave a review and a rating, that really helps start the doubts, get into the new and noteworthy category in iTunes, which is one of the goals. I really appreciate everybody taking time out of their day to listen to this show. I hope it was helpful to you. I'm looking forward to our next episode. We're going to have Pat Flynn. That's right, Pat Flynn. He's got amazing things going on. So much to talk about there. In the meantime, remember, always treat people the way that they want to be treated. Always do your best and starve the doubts. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I love you.